Welcome to Crosscut, a movie review slash trivia challenge show. I'm your co-host, Josh. And I'm your co-host. And I'm your other co-host, Chris. <laughs> nice, Chris. Real nice. <laughs> okay. Today we're cut taking a look that. at really nope. cut out all of that. Nope, that's staying in, baby. <laughs> All right, today we're taking a look at Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, an action-adventure comedy. So, still reeling from the loss of Gamora, Peter Quill rallies his team to defend the universe and one of their own, a mission that could mean the end of the Guardians if not successful. Yes. Before we get into the movie, we do want to issue a spoiler warning as this episode may contain potential spoilers. Yep. It's a Marvel movie. It's going to. So, mm -hmm. if you have not seen Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 yet, we do highly recommend pausing this episode and <laughs> going to get yourself a big old popcorn and a tasty beverage, going to see it in theaters, only in theaters. theaters. Now, else? let's begin. I'm not crying. You're crying. Uh, I'm sorry. We're all say. crying. We're all crying. We are all crying. Um... My initial thoughts, loved it. I absolutely loved it. So, real quick, as far as Marvel post uh, Endgame goes, mm -hmm. it's been pretty shaky for me. I've not been a fan. Okay. Uh, I think the one big, you know, the one that's done it well was Spider-Man No Way Home, and then everything oh, else has one. been everything else has been eh to yeah pretty much for me except for this i would pretty much put this next to like spider-man no way home and it, okay. it it's on the level of you know top quality marvel it really is this is actually my favorite of the three guardians of the galaxy movies really not even the first one i, I love the first one I, but i don't know what it is about this one it just it was so much fun it was yeah i, I loved all the places they went to I think uh, one of my favorite ones they go to is Counter-Earth. Come on, Drax. Seriously, dude? When they just see all the all the creatures there. Oh, yeah. And just kind of this, like, weird little, like, you think it's Earth, but there's, like, it's just, I don't know. Just it, it, And what I love about this movie is that they actually took the time to do, like, prosthetic makeup to a lot of these characters. Yes, it's not just CGI. Yes, and I absolutely oh, love that. Speaking of that CGI, really cool. I know Marvel's been in some hot water over the last couple of years with some with some CGI. That did not relate to this movie. CGI looked great. The visuals no, look great I, in this I movie. Really, really enjoyed it. I mean, it yeah, it, everything was top notch for it. It mm -hmm. really was. Yeah. And this this goes to my my kind of feeling as to you know why has Marvel kind of been struggling. And this isn't really the whole thing, but I mean, you have a guy under the helm, James Gunn, who's clearly, mm -hmm. he, he's a comic book lover. Obviously, this guy, you know, you can tell just grew up yes. and and I think it shows in these types of movies, you know, you, you can just feel that love. And I think that's yeah. maybe where the things have not been going so well for Marvel. Um, I've, you know, a lot of filmmakers mm -hmm. that I just... I don't know. I just I don't know who they are. I, I don't know their backstory. But James Gunn, I've known for a while, and I and I know he loves comic books, and it just it just really shows on screen that that that's you know well, that holds up. I'm hoping he does well with Superman, but 
that's another topic for another time. Well, that's uh, that's kind of where I was going to transition to is that, you know, I feel like this is a, uh, you know, this was a good kind of Marvel picking themselves back up kind of kind of thing for them. But unfortunately, mm-hmm. James Gunn is taking off. Essentially, this was his sort of his uh, bon voyage it's to Marvel. Send off. Yeah. Yeah. And goodbye, Marvel. I'm going to DC now. Which, you know what? Yeah, I, try something different. That's 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 cool. And hopefully, yeah, hopefully he can and change it up with DC and, uh, and do a good job there. It's just unfortunate that, you know, this would be kind of it for him with Marvel. But he did a great job with these three Guardians of the Galaxy movies. The, the whole trilogy was probably the best three movies for the for in the mcu for for anyone that has Uh at least three movies i know thor technically had four captain america well three i would say captain america and guardians probably the ones that had the best sort of series within the mcu the series as far as series trilogies i would say the same yeah Yeah. guardians might be number one each each of their movies are pretty strong chris you're a huge superhero lover, so tell me, how did you feel? You were shedding, shedding some tears. The, I, I will quickly say, I loved that this story was focused on Rocket. I love that. Me too. I think it made it a very simplistic been... uh, for them to, like, this is what mm-hmm. we need to do. We just have to save our friend while still kind of yeah, setting up this, what was going on around them. Yeah, it was simple. And, and then... Uh... I liked it that they focused on him too because we don't really know. We haven't seen much about his backstory, you know, except for like that one time in like Guardians of the Galaxy 2 where he's drunk and starts spilling out. Like, and has to be ripped apart over and over again, you know, but that's all we know about him. Right. So that's right. why I'm, that's why I was very interested in knowing what his backstory was. It's as sad as it is, mm-hmm. you know, like, when you first see him, you know, in the flashbacks where, where he's like already been experimented on, and you can see like his scalp or like a metal plate and stuff like that. Like, oh, I felt so sad. Like, I was feeling for him, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And, and it just kept progressing with that with his friends mm-hmm. and everything. Like, oh, God. It's like, you, we want to hate this guy which speaking of which he was a great villain i really enjoyed him as a villain no not as much not as much Uh, at the beginning sure but i see as he went on it's like you know okay he's just just crazy he he, he, not even crazy he's just uh what's the word he's very um eccentric yeah he's eccentric and he's very um what is the word I'm looking for? <laughs> well, you think about it, and uh, we'll uh, we'll move on. I just do want to give props to the actor. His name's uh, I've never I've never seen. Actually, I guess I've seen stuff he's been in, but I never I didn't recognize him. His name's Chuck Woody Iwuji. I'm not you know it's new face to me. I so. feel like I've seen him before, but I can't place him. I thought he did a great job. I did want to ask. So his power is that like Power Stone related? Because he had that purple, and he was able to like use you know, things that Power Stone had used before. I was just like, how is, like, what is he? I think it literally is just part of his uh, his engineering that he made on himself because, remember, at, uh, at this point, the stones are gone. 
I know, but he could have harvested some sort of power somehow. I think it just that add that feel. I think it's all mechanical, you know, because okay. it, it almost seemed like there was nothing uh, flesh on him anymore. Mm-hmm. It's like he was 99% robot or whatever. He's more machine now than man, twisted and evil. He, he was so obsessed over Rocket that I was like, eh, I'm losing interest now. You know, I, I, I really did lose interest in him at toward more towards the end of the movie. Like, eh, okay. You know? Right. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, well, speaking of powerful creatures, Adam Warlock, what did we think of Adam Warlock? <laughs> well, I didn't expect him to be such a goofball. Same. Same. I that was my he's pretty damn powerful and scary. Yeah. I was gonna say if I had to pick a thing that I didn't like, I so I did like Adam Warlock. Mm -hmm. I just didn't like the childish nature of him and the silliness because it just I thought I thought he was supposed to be this like real like I thought they were setting up another big type of like big bad. Right. Uh, They even set it up in the last movie you see in the post credit scene. More powerful, more beautiful, more capable of destroying the guardians of the galaxy. I think I shall call him Adam. So I thought, yeah. and I thought he was going to be the big kind of uh, enforcer going against the guardians in this movie, and it just never really was that. And no, then, yeah, that, he was totally silly. threw me off. Yeah, and he was silly on screen. Um, which is okay. That's that's fine. His his moments were funny. I was laughing, but I thought if there could have been a real, just strictly dark character, I thought it could have been him. But maybe it's that's just not like when who he when is. you first when you first see him, I was really impressed. You know, he's he's pretty much just beating the crap out of the out of the guardians. Yeah, and then yeah, it's just it's just he went silly. Mm-hmm. Like okay, that's that's the what's the character that's the character that's gonna be like in the movie so and to be fair the mom character i can't remember her name um she does refer to him as like a child because i think he was just newly born uh from whenever the last movie happened or whatnot so i mean the idea yeah i think the idea was he was supposed to be childish but again it's i thought he could have been Done a little bit differently, a little bit darker. I yeah. thought there could have been some real big, good like fight yeah. scenes throughout the movie with him. Oh, they could have improved and then a lot. Eventually, he joins the Guardians, which I don't know if that's part of comics. I don't know how that works. That I don't know. Yeah, that was kind of interesting because I thought they'd be setting him up down the road. So, uh, yeah. They turned him good. They turned him good. They turned him good, but... Which Speaking I, of Guardians, and uh, you know, they, they had their send off, which I thought was really well done. Oh, so yeah, their separate ways. Peter Quill going home, I really love that, really made me tear up. Yeah, I thought that was, yeah, that, was, was that was good. It was almost needed, you yeah. know, he hadn't been back to Earth in decades, right? Since, yeah. since he left, basically, like you said, since he was a kid, yeah, yeah, so since he was eight, yeah. So I did like that. I like I like the post credit scenes where he's sitting there with his dad or his grandpa, yeah, and, grandpa uh, yeah. 
Yeah, Grandpa's reading the paper and it's got the thing about Kevin Bacon on it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we get the the final uh, text that says, "Legendary Star Lord will, will return. return." What does that mean? I don't know. Does that mean I... Chris Pratt, or does that mean when they say "Legendary Star Lord," is that could they be referring to another Star Lord, like legendary from the comics? I would think it's still him, but maybe he just does like a a few cameos in a different movie that's gonna come out. Yeah. Like I know the next Marvel movie is the Marvels, but I doubt he's gonna show up in there. It would probably be like um Kang Warzer or something like that. Secret maybe. Wars, Kang Dynasty, something like that. Right, right, I, right. I I'd rather just see him retire and they came brought him back for something big at least, but yeah. But uh, it was still a great send-off for all of them. All right, do we want to take a look at IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes? Yep. All right. I think it's going... Oh, 7.5. 7.5. You went a bit lower this week. So this time it's actually higher. It's an 8.3 oh yeah. Rotten Tomatoes. 7.1. So it's, no, it's an 8.3. Oh. oh. Yeah, 8.3. So it's pretty good. It's nice. pretty good. It's got a 66 Metascore, which is essentially on pace right now for like how the last movie did, uh, Guardians mm-hmm. 2. And then on Rotten Tomatoes, it's got a 79% tomato meter. That's pretty good. And a 90% 6 audience score. So, yeah, those are all actually pretty good ratings. I, I do think that this uh, this this was a step in the right direction for Marvel. But again, this this also it, does feel helping. like it's, a, it's, it's the closing of a chapter instead of... Yeah, I mean, what do they really set up in this movie? I guess as far as long term Marvel, I don't know. I thought Adam Warlock would have been that, but are no, we? I think they, they, uh, the uh, you're right. They're just they're closing that so they can be focused on the Dynasty Wars and stuff like that. Because it's it's a, it's they closed it for the fans, mm-hmm. you know. Because even yeah, it really was that it was. It was for the fans, and that's it. Yeah, and everyone else now has to focus now on the the next chapter. Because would you even bring the new Guardians back for those movies? I don't know. Would would rock like? I mean, Rocket back. I feel like that's. I think they can do like cameos, like they do in Thor and stuff like that. But I just I don't see them as a new as a new like a whole movie of just themselves. I don't see it. Yeah, so this definitely did feel like the ending of a, a chapter, and yeah, they really didn't set up much as far as the future, which is that's not really. I don't, I don't need, you know, just let, let's have a, like a nice ending note. We don't need Literally. to. One of my biggest problems with a lot of these Marvel movies post Endgame is that their post credit scenes are just ridiculous. <laughs> so these actually felt good, like they felt right. Yeah, it like yeah, it was it was a chapter. It was made for the fans, like thank you for following with us kind of thing you know yeah i i loved it i really did hot quiz hot shot two guys watch a movie who remembers the most about it well let's find out this is how it works Chris and I will go back and forth asking the multiple choice questions that we each came up with whoever has the most points at the end wins me this time well <laughs> We're starting a new season. I won the last season. We forgot to do the name tag thing. We're going to do that next week. We'll do it next but, week, yeah. 
for our audience members, feel free to play along. Who knows? You might do better than Chris, not me. Comment and let oh. us know how you did or email us at crosscut. What was it? Crosscutpodcast at gmail.com. Nobody's emails emailed us so far. So whoever gets the sends the first email, Chris will Venmo you 20 bucks. There it is. Hey. I said it. <laughs> Never agree to it. Never now now to that it. we've established the rules, let's play. All right. Since I technically picked this week's movie, I'm gonna ask the first question. First, let's get the scoreboard up. Magical scoreboard in three, two, one. And it's up. All right. Here we go. Round one. What planet do the Guardians set up their headquarters on? Was it A, Titan, B, Nowhere, C, Xandar, or D, Counter-Earth? Nowhere. Correct the Nowhere is correct. One point for Chris. One freebie right. for Chris. All right, here's my first question. What is Rocket's number? Is it A, 87D15, B, 89P13, C, 89P16, D, 86P12. B, 89P13. Correct, Correct. Mundo. Question two. Are you ready? Yep. In the beginning, what song is Rocket listening to when sitting on the steps? Was it A, Since You've Been Gone? B, in the meantime, C, creep, or D, crazy on you. It is creep. But I'm a creep. Speaking of music, this is the second Chris Pratt movie in a row where they've done No Sleep Till Brooklyn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a Mario Brothers reference for anybody listening, watching that didn't. That's right. It. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yep. All right. Question for you. Which guardian kept falling on their neck? Is it A, Nebula, B, Star-Lord, C, Mantis, D, Drax? I believe it was Mantis. Correct. Yes, correct. Okay. I, mean, I mean, she was falling, falling on her and I was, like, I was like, how are you not dead? But okay. I don't yes. know. And you, you keep hearing it. Like, yeah. I was like, damn, she's still still walking. All right, good for you, girl. Yeah. All right. You ready All for right. round three? Yes. Okay. What color was Nebula's spacesuit when they break into Orgoscope? Was it A, orange, B, blue, C, green, or D, yellow? Green. Correct the more. Green is correct. Correct. Yes. I had to I had to envision every single one of them and that uh, that's how I remembered. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. I just remembered that orange was the biggest one, so right. I was I was debating who I which character I was gonna go with. I was like, oh, let's do Nebula. See if that All trips right. All right. Which artist does the child like at the end of the post credit? Is it A, Beast Boys and ACDC? B, Madonna and Backstreet Boys? C, Clapton and Ed Sheeran? D, Britney Spears and Korn? Britney Spears and Korn. Because yeah. <laughs> Rocket makes a comment. He's like, it's good. Good choice. 
Yeah, good choice. <laughs> it's a very different kind of music, but yes, good choice. <laughs> right. Yep. Okay. Right. Round four. Right now we're tied six to six. Here we go. Right. What is Gamora doing when Warpig enters the ship to take Rocket? Was she A, listening to music, B, going through Peter's backpack, C, on the toilet, or D, fixing the ship? On the toilet. Correct. On the Gamora. toilet is correct. Right. Because you see the right. toilet piece of toilet paper fall down. Yeah. <laughs> that was a that was tricky because she does all those things. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Oh, I can't understand my handwriting. <laughs> okay. What is one of the patches on Quill's bag? Is it A, NASA, B, Ninja Turtles, C, Power Rangers, D, Elf? Elf. I'm sorry. Wrong. That's the wrong answer. It's NASA. Thought could have been Elf, but all right. All right. So technically, we're going in around five. You're winning 10 to six. You get this right, you win. Yes. Okay. <laughs> what year does Cosmo say the Russians sent her into space? Was it A, 1966, B, 1967, C, 1968, or D, 1969? 67. I'm sorry. Wrong. The answer is 1966. One day back in 1966, pick up sticks. Damn, I didn't remember that. I didn't pay attention to it. <laughs> it's very quick. It's when they're playing uh, playing cards. Yeah, cards. Yes, yes. All right. So this is the final question. If I get this right, I win. All right. Um... It's never come down to this before. God. No, <laughs> they're all easy. <laughs> Which one to do? Hey, you never know if they're easy to me. Yeah. All right. What does Drax keep calling the children? Is it A, assholes, B, morons, C, stupid, D, dumbass? Morons. Correct mundo. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Josh pulls it out again. Another victory. Out of curiosity, what are the rest of the questions? The first one I think we already kind of covered. Who does Peter go to visit at the end of the movie? No, it's Grandpa. It's Grandpa, yes. Uh, what alias does Peter use when at Orgocorp? Is it A, Tom Cruise, B, Patrick Swayze, C, <laughs> Kevin Bacon, D, Kevin Costner? Patrick Swayze. <laughs> Patrick Swayze. That got a good one. That laugh. was good. Yep. That was good. And here's my most challenging one, which mm. I could have also used at the end. What is the name of the tentacle creatures that Mantis persuades to help them? Obelisks. That's right. Huh. All right. All right. You'll see how easy these questions were. How did how did Quill and Groot escape the pyramid ship? They, uh, they flew, I guess, or he jumped and then he turned into a height, essentially. Yeah, Groot glided down. Yeah. yeah. Another one was, um, what does Groot say at the end when they're about to disband? 
Was it? Was I, I, I love you. you. I love you all. I love you guys. I love you guys. I Close could really me. hear the Vin Diesel in that too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and my last one, we kind of, my, my other two were kind of covered also. Like, uh, what was the name of the animal who goes and get gets Rocket? Oh, the War Pig. War Pig, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, last one was, what was the name of the New World? Oh, Counter Earth. Counter Earth, yeah. But I told you mine were so easy. <laughs> To be fair, I saw the movie before you, so I had a little bit more time to kind of polish these, but true. But that's the thing. I was I wasn't watching the movie more for the podcast. I was actually enjoying it. Yeah. So that's the tough thing about what we're doing. It's it's, sometimes I now watch movies and I'm just sometimes you can't help it but think like, oh, keep you know, that'd be a good question. I know. This time I just I just was not thinking about Chris. I was really just enjoying the movie. Good. Well, that's the point. We still want you to enjoy the movie, Chris, but ultimately this just means that you're going to lose to me. So no worries. Everybody listening and or watching, I need uh, I need some uh, advice. What movie should I have Chris go put on his little name tag to say it's his favorite movie? So if you're Super listening, nice. watching, please comment. I need some good choices here. We could do Twilight. We can oh. do... Some other bad movies. We could do the Roland Emmerich, Emmerich uh, Godzilla. Oh, Come on, hit us up. Let me know. I need some good ones. Same and then he's got to wear it next week. Superman. Yeah, that's another bad one we could do. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So please let us let, let me know. I need some good ones. But as far as the beginning of season two goes, I got off to a hot start. I'm one to know already. All right, let's wrap this bitch up. If you want to help support the show, you can do so in multiple ways. One way is to hit that like button. Or you can hit the subscribe button for the channel. Stay up to date for future episodes. You can also support the show by donating to us at buymeacoffee.com slash crosscut. Whether it be a one-time or monthly donation, anything helps. Chris is going to need that 20 bucks back after he bendles somebody, some people. Thank you all for watching. Cut, print, moving on. Beep, beep, beep.